Hey, what's up, you guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to Sincerely Lee and Ray. I am LaDerek Rayel. I'm Aaliyah. And today, we're going to be talking about... Colorism. I don't know if it's a real mm. word, but that's what we're talking about. Yes. We're talking about how the color of your skin can affect your love life, how it can affect your career, just everything in general, how it affects just life periods but first we want to start it off to make sure you guys make sure you like comment share subscribe um to our podcast we definitely appreciate y'all listening every wednesday we see y'all we love y'all y'all definitely keep us motivated to keep going um yeah so i want to start it off with of course the trending topic was miss danny lynn who sings that famous song danny lee (laughs) i'm sorry girl danny lee who sung that song with chris brown take it easy yeah, we like that song, but we don't like Yellow Bone. At all. And we don't like it because, one, we know that you created it to get back at your quote-unquote boyfriend's baby mama. Because there was no other reasoning for you to make a song called Yellow Bone. You didn't need pride. You didn't have low self-esteem in how you looked. You might have low self-esteem how you feel about yourself because of the relationship situation or just self. You may have low self-esteem for other reasons, but we know it wasn't about the way that you look. So it's not like this song was to empower other yellow bone women. The song literally doesn't even say anything empowering about other women. It's literally a yellow bone is what he got. A yellow bone is what he likes. So it's basically taunting the baby mama saying that he got what he liked and he likes a yellow bone, not you. That's what I got. That's my interpretation. I appreciate the song. One, because, ma'am, you are, let's break it down, 25% black. That don't make you black, baby. And there's no light-skinned white people because there's no dark-skinned white people. You might have a tan, but that doesn't make you dark-skinned. So I just feel like the song was really nasty. I don't see any positive that she could have come about the song i heard her little apology i don't accept it um it just was the song was and the song was trash like let's just keep it a buck like it wasn't even a quality song and she's made quality songs and that just wasn't it how you feel about it um i feel like if you have to apologize for something that you wrote put out to the public Mm. it's not genuine and it wasn't even a real apology. It, it, it's just not genuine. And like Lee said, you did that to taunt someone else. And then also I feel like, why would you even want to associate yourself with someone who has that, that mindset? You are a black man. You have black children. Mm, we talking about the why? baby. Why would you want to associate yourself with someone like that? And it's just... It's childish and petty. Very. And we too grown. Very. It, it, it plays into that daddy. whole division in the black community of light skin versus dark skin when there's no real debate because at the end of the day, you're still black. And that started from slavery and it's carried on it's in that life. It's that post-Amistad mindset mm. of y'all feel like being light skin is the equivalent to being beautiful when it's not. Because it's, it's some ugly ass light skin people, whether it's on the outside or it's on the inside. That's very true. Your color does not make you better. 
than anyone. The pigment of your skin does not make you better. The amount of melanin in your skin does not make you better. Now it does protect you from the sun. Hello, dark skinned people. And I will say to back this up, my mother is a very chocolate woman. And growing up, I used to be so sad that I was not as chocolate as her because I just thought my mom was so beautiful. And I'm like, man, why I can't be chocolate? Why I gotta be brown? Ugh. And so it's funny, like now, like being an adult and stuff, you realize how much light-skinned women are pushed in the media, pushing the entertainment business. How even light-skinned women who aren't even talented in the music industry are pushed more just because they're light-skinned mm-hmm. and they have no talent. And there's women like Seven Streeter. There's women like um, what's the girl that was in that group um, that made that song? That she she dances a lot. I can't think Normani. of her. Yeah, Normani. And these women are. T- talented but you got people like danny lee who's not even as talented as them but it's out here or there's light-skinned you know new rappers that are getting more publicity just because of the way they look but the quality like ruby rose the quality in her rapping skills is not there but there are dark skin or um darker colored women that don't get the same publicity that have way more talent just because of the way they look and i'm not saying this as a generalization these are facts that are shown in the industry hell you can even look at um in in uh movies and television and how it's always a light-skinned girl on tv it's like dang like there's other colors of the rainbow like other people have talent and i'm so happy when i see brown colored girls and songs like matter of fact matter of fact let's compare it if danny lynn feels like her song was not an attack on other women of color then why didn't she make a song like Brown Skin Girl that talks about all brown girls, yeah. no matter what their race was? Beyonce made a song for all brown skin girls. Yeah. And, it, and it didn't matter what color shade of brown they were. It was because she wanted them to feel good about all women to feel good about themselves. Your song didn't even have anything empowering in it. That's how I know um, you made it out of malice because none of the lyrics made anyone feel proud about themselves besides you feeling good about yourself and telling the world that the baby wants you because he got a yellow bone. What is a yellow bone? A light skin bone. I've never even skin. heard of a yellow bone. I heard a red bone. Yeah. I've never heard of a yellow bone. So this, to this, like I've never heard Sounds of a like yellow bone. Sounds like swine flu. <laughs> and then I, speaking of around the same time that was happening a video of uh, the little series with Rick Ross the sign I believe mm-hmm. um What's when that? Just Britney was on there oh she did yeah. a remake of Aston Martin music sounded god fucking awful mm. god awful but oh they loved it they loved it but Kaya who was a a darker skinned person not Kaya the rapper it was a singer that was on the show mm-hmm. she got up there sounded phenomenal and they told her oh this song doesn't match your voice you could have did better mm. what are we right what exactly what exactly and I'm just sitting here like so you really thought this person who came up here and sounded trash just because she was light skinned and had on a skimpy ass outfit sounded fantastic but because this brown skinned girl who came up here dressed like regular, like nothing, not extra skin, right. just regular dress. Right. And sung the house down. You tell her that didn't fit her voice. That didn't. That wasn't her sound. You hated it. Why? 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 Mm-hmm. Seriously, because 
even and not even in the entertainment industry just in regular life it's I've no I mean I could talk about college as an example that's probably the last time I really saw like people compare each other by color and it would be girls that were lighter skinned and that would think that you were supposed to treat them a kind of way just off the basis that they were lighter skinned like sweetheart I, we, we can all get humble right here and right now. Like, what are you talking about? Like, mm-hmm. you are not better than anybody just because your skin is lighter. And that doesn't... Also, it doesn't give you the right to demean someone for having dark, darker skin. Because dark-skinned women are marketable. Mm-hmm. And they're beautiful. Like, have y'all seen... Like, I used to pray to be dark. Like, y'all don't understand. I used to pray to be darker skinned because I just feel like darker-skinned people have the most beautiful complexions. They do. Cause it's the even skin tone for me. It's it's the, everything. The shine, it's the glow. It's and I don't want light skinned women to feel like I'm beating them up or people We're think not. people think I'm light skinned. But I just think I'm brown. She's light skinned. I'm brown. Check out her Twitter. But anyways, she, I just I girl. just want people to not like judging people off their skin tone. I just think that's just utterly, absolutely ridiculous. Since Lee brought up Fort Valley, there was I can't remember um, her name, but I but I wouldn't say it on this as well. Yeah, because I don't have her permission. Um, But she was dark skinned. She was so beautiful. She was an AKA, I believe. So freaking beautiful. Mm -hmm. But people would laugh at her because of her complexion. I'm like, wow, seriously? What are y'all laughing at her for? Like, oh, she's not cute. She's black. Look at her. I'm like, whoa, that's messed up. Like, what do you mean? She's she's gorgeous. Like, I don't understand what you're talking about right now because it doesn't make sense. But then y'all sit here and praise these light-skinned girls who look like fucking pigs. Like, I don't understand. Whoa. And I'm not saying all I've seen girls look like pigs. Please don't think that I'm saying that. But it was a particular girl that they were talking about who was not attractive that was light-skinned, but they praised her because she had fair skin. And I'm saying that, like, I've experienced colorism in my own family. Really? Yeah. Yeah, my mom is fair-skinned. My sister is fair-skinned. My little brother is lighter than me. And my dad is just a tad bit lighter than me. And I'm not darker complexion. Like, I'm brown, pretty much. And I would have people tell me, well, you're, both of your parents are, are kind of light-skinned. Why are you so dark? And I'm just like, what do you mean? Black comes in all shades. I feel like I look good. Like, what do you right. mean? Like, I... It, it's disgusting, in my opinion. The way people hype up skin colors when we're all one race. Right. Just because you're a lighter complexion than somebody else doesn't mean that you deserve more, that you're at higher status in society. Like, no, like, that has absolutely nothing to do with anything. It's just your genetics. You just so happen to be a lighter complexion. If anything, people of other races, particularly Caucasian, are glad that we're fighting within our own race because... It, we're showing a division. There's no unity when it comes to and that's sad. black pride. Mm. If anything, you should be like, okay, that's my sister. That's my brother. They may be lighter than me. They may be darker than me. But that's still my brother. That's still my it sister. Shouldn't even, their skin tone shouldn't even matter. At all. It shouldn't even be a thing. A thing. Because when you look at little kids, they don't see skin color. They don't think about that. They think, oh, that's just my friend. They don't find out what that is until somebody sits them down and tells them. 
that person's light skin, that person's dark skin. This person is white. This person is. Y'all need to let go of them skin tones. Period. Let it go. Like seriously, like stop continuing using terms that were created to divide us. It makes no sense. Stop using those terms. Like, like stop. We're brown people, and that's the end of it. Like, I've definitely noticed. I and I and I noticed a lot of it. Um in the criminal justice world how white people feel more comfortable around lighter skinned people because they think oh they're they're more calm if they're light skinned and dark skinned people are the one that's rowdy and da 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 then you also see that um shown in the media with different movies they always make the villain a dark skinned man or they make a big strong dark skinned man as if as if vice versa that light skinned men can't be strong or that light-skinned men are always weak and dark-skinned men are always got to be the roughnecks and got to come from a rough neighborhood and stuff like that. Like, I hate that that is continued to be pushed because once media is so strong on reflecting of how people treat others in life. Yeah. And if we don't stop allowing them to use, portray us in that way, it's going to keep happening. Yep. Whether that means that some actors need to say, hey, I'm not going to keep signing up for these roles that you keep trying to make dark-skinned men evil because then if i'm a kid and i see a dark-skinned man that's evil on tv all the time when i see my first dark-skinned man in real life i'm gonna be scared and that's not okay and the same thing for light-skinned men not all light-skinned men are weak and that's how women they end up dating the light-skinned men because they think oh he's nice because of what the media pushes and then he knock you out like I'm not even trying to be funny, but we gotta stop. We gotta stop pushing the stereotypes that people put on color. It's not okay. And I can definitely say that I've seen women that didn't get certain jobs because of the color of their skin, and they gave the job. Or maybe I've definitely seen in, in my workplace sometimes where a lighter skinned woman got treated better just because she was light skinned, not because she did the job better than somebody else, but just based on the color of her skin. And that someone thought that she was prettier than another person. And so they treated her a better way than another person. That's not okay. That's not right. But we also have, like I said, stop using light skin and dark skin. Because even some people in their homes use that. Mm -hmm. Some people in their homes, I've definitely seen it to where it's like, oh, you light skin, you don't understand. Oh, get your dark self out of my face or get your white self out of my face. Like we have to stop demeaning our children at home too because then if you tell me all the time that i'm this mean dark-skinned girl i'm this ugly dark-skinned girl then i'm gonna grow up and think it's a fact and that's not okay all people are beautiful we are all made in god's image if you didn't know it it's not certain people that's picked and i can't i don't know if i've ever dealt with colorism because like i said people consider me light-skinned so i can't say that I've ever felt like I was treated differently based off the color of my based off of being black compared to another black person I've definitely felt discrimination we've talked about that in the previous podcast if you missed it please go back and check it out it's really good but I've never I can't say I've ever felt colorism within my race based on my color I can't say that's true um, I have um yeah. We did in my house, though. I can say in my house, um, at my dad's house, they used to say, um, 
And now that I think about it now, it's like, it's really weird that they did it because our parents started it. We didn't start it. And it was like the bananas and the potatoes. And so my stepmom and my brother, they were the potatoes, so they were the darker ones. And then my sister, my dad, and I, we were the bananas because we were lighter. And it was like, oh, there go the potatoes again, or oh, there go the bananas again. And to me, I just thought it was weird, period, because I would go over there every other weekend in the summer. So it's not like something I dealt with every day. So I don't know if they talked about it like that every day. But when I would be over there, I'm like, why are they calling each other bananas and potatoes? Like, you, you got your mom's skin tone, you got your dad's skin tone, but we're a family, so why are we finding ways yeah. to divide each other based on our skin tone? I always thought that was funny. I, I never thought about that memory till right now, but it was really weird to me. For me, my mom's side of the family, within that that cluster, like my immediate family, I never experienced any type of colorism. Okay. My mom has my mom is very fair skinned. My sister is too, and my mom has always said, "Oh, I wish my skin was darker." I'm like my mom yeah. loves to be in the sun, so yes. her skin can get darker. I like, love this tan I got right she now. She says every summer she's like, "I love to go to the beach so I can look like a French fry, like that golden brown." Yes. She's like, darker skin is so sexy. To it me. is. I love me a dark skinned man, honey. More chestnut me. And Woo. um, on my dad's side of the family. I, I, that's where I experienced it the most. My dad is black and Panamanian. And when most people think of Hispanic people, they think of, oh, fair-skinned people, this, that, and the third. But if anybody ever researches what Panamanian people look like, they come in all shades. Mm. You have the very fair-skinned ones who can pass for white, mm. down to the ones who are beautiful and chocolate. Yeah. So... I had a family member say, oh, well, if your mom is fair-skinned and your dad is fair-skinned, what happened to you? You must have got No, they did not say your, that to you. Yes. You must have got your skin tone from your mom's dad because my grandpa is darker complexion. But it don't matter where you got it from. And... Wow, that's It took evil. me getting older to actually, like, work through... I'm sorry you had to do that. I mean, I've gotten, like, Yeah, but still, it. that's messed up. But as a kid, and you growing up, and you, you, yeah. you go through those body image issues yes. when you're a kid, and you're in middle school, and you're in high school. Like, I... Yeah, I used to be fat when I was in middle school. Up I saw the pictures, y'all. Yeah. In high school. Like, I got skinny, but I wasn't, like... Yeah. How I looked when we met in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... I, I had people tell me, oh, you're fat. Oh, oh you're too brown. Works. Like, oh. And it was just like, dang, like, y'all find something wrong with me every time I come over here. Like, Haters. what's the point? They like, saw your greatness. Going through acne. Oh, uh, you got you getting acne. You do this. You dude, I'm like, I'm going through puberty. What you want me to do? Right. What you, what you want like, they didn't go do? through puberty. Like, all y'all niggas got bad skin. Like, you gave it to me. It's your fault. So, you want to talk about something? You should have ate better before and passed me some better jeans. Hello. And it, it, it made me realize that when I become a parent, mm-hmm. hopefully soon, because oh. I'm getting too old. I'm too old? Listen, my cap is 36. After 36, I Y'all, got this years. man is crazy. I got to years. Tell the people how old you are. <laughs> 25. He's crazy. You want to be a daddy at 25? I got 11 years to get this done. Okay, college Get my specialist, get my doctorates, travel the world, okay. all before I have children. Okay, Kyle. That way I get that out of my system. All right, Kyle. And then I'll be daddy mode. 
I can travel the world with my kids. <laughs> but, my um, kids not going on no trips today. Seven years old. I need you to be able to tell me. Oh no, nah, we going to local. You places. need to poop, and that somebody touched you so I can beat them up. We so, going to local places before. Yeah. After that, baby, we can we can travel the world. <laughs> yeah. But um. That is good for your kids to see the world, so then they're exposed to different yeah. races, different cultures. So that way, they're not ignorant to the world outside of exactly. 285. Because all people come in different shades. Yes. Like you were saying about Panamanian people. There's Mexican people, Dominican people, yes. French people, British people. Like it's all different ethnicities and races and nationalities that come in different colors. And black people are not the only brown people. But white people are not brown. So you cannot be a light-skinned white person because you can't be a dark-skinned white person, baby. Don't worry like that. When I think of light-skinned white people, I think of the people who are, like, super pale. But that ain't light-skinned. That's pale. Exactly. Those are the other adjectives you said. And it's like, what pleasure do you get out of asserting your skin tone over someone else? You think you're someone's better Did you make it? Like, Gabrielle Union said in that thing. Did you make it? Are you happy? Did you gain something? Mm-hmm. Did you? You really did. Did you win that award? Because you look like Gabrielle you, you said stupid. you look stupid. You look lower than everybody else, and you made yourself look bad trying to make somebody else look bad every time. So if you're somebody out here that thinks that your skin tone makes you better than somebody else, newsflash, sweetheart, you do not. Period. But I do want people to feel pride in the way that they look. I want you to love your nose, love your lips, love your ears, love your eyes, love your eyebrows, love your eyelashes, love your hairline, love your hair texture. I'm so sick of that good hair, bad hair. Like, hair is... 4C hair is good hair. All hair is good hair. Okay? Don't let nobody tell you your hair is nappy. Your hair is not nappy. You got tight curls, boo. That's it. (laughs) You got tight curls. Period. Like you ain't got naps. God made you in His image. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget that. That means what? God looks like what? Everybody. God is blood. Well, Jesus is blood. Listen, because hair, um, hair of wool and skin like um. I don't know who that white man they been showing us, but that ain't Jesus. Hmm. He called it. But yeah, if you, I feel like if you, we have to start addressing this stuff head on. So I'm so proud of social media for holding Danny Lee accountable. I don't want us to bully her. No one deserves to be bullied. Nobody deserves to be canceled unless they did something like huge. But she does need to be checked. Like, hey, do not use your platform as an artist to... Feed your, and, exactly and to bu- bully somebody else even if y'all don't like each other you don't have to like this woman but you don't have to dedicate a song to being mean and to being hateful and to spreading divisive languages and that just goes back to how can you mm. as a black man mm. want to be with somebody mm. who sits here and boasts about their skin complexion is better than someone else's when you have chocolate kids or damn chocolate son. kids that look so, like him. If you ever get to the point where you children. bring your children around this other person, she go feel like she's better than them because they don't look like mm. her. Your daddy want a yellow bone. He don't want you. 
Your daddy wanted a yellow bone. Like what? What? Somebody tell me what a yellow bone is, please, because I have never heard this swine flu description of a person. Like, and then also I want to talk about how people have this disgusting fetish of mixed kids. Like, people be like, oh, I want my kids like this. I want my kids to look like that. I want to have mixed kids. I want them to have good hair. I want them to... What? So you're not worried about the type of person your child is going to be. You're not worried about if they're going to be a rapist, if they're going to be an architect, if they're going to be a pilot. You're worried about them having good hair and nice and, and, and fair skin. That's what you're worried about? Not if you're going to be able to provide for them and get them the best education they have and make sure you mold them to be a great citizen. Exactly. What? Because, baby, if your kid gonna be an axe murderer, your kid gonna be a light skinned axe murderer, a brown And light skin, skin is not gonna help them. A dark skinned axe murderer. Either way, they're going to jail. And they're gonna be a black axe murderer at the end of everything. And, and everything they gonna be in is gonna be black male. I, y'all gotta black stop. Oh, my earring don't fell off because my earring even fed up with y'all. <laughs> like, stop with these fetishes of having mixed kids. Like, what is what is wrong with y'all? What's wrong with having a child that looks like you? And then y'all be having mi- these mixed babies with people who don't even respect your mm. blackness. They don't even mm. respect the fact that their kids are black. Or these, and that goes for both sexes. That's men dating white women, and that's black women dating white men. It goes both ways. It's, it's weird. Y'all are weird. Right. And there's no other way to put it because, granted, we're not saying don't love, don't, don't, don't be with somebody that you love. Like, we're not saying that, like, if you, whoever you love is who you love, regardless of their skin tone, their skin color, their race, whatever, that the case is. But you should not count on your kids looking a particular way Mm. to make you feel better. Like, I have a cousin. She's dark-skinned. Her first child's father is white because she hates her dark skin. Wow. She wanted to make sure she had a fair-skinned child. Wow. She got one. Next kid, he's Hispanic. She got another fair-skinned child. She feel like she accomplished something in life because her father was light-skinned, but because she's dark-skinned, he didn't claim her. Do you see, like, the cycle that you're creating with your kids and your grandkids? You're telling them that because of your skin tone, I will not ever love you enough because you're not the skin tone that I envisioned you to be. We are the generation to break those curses, y'all. Like, we are the generation to break these curses about self-love and self-hate and well, I mean, to build self-love and to end self-hate. Like, I, I'm sorry, y'all, but it's our it's our responsibility. We ain't got to look like Elder Barge. Okay. We ain't got to be that, that fair skin. It's okay if you're not. That means you got more protected from the sun, baby. And I just want all black people to know. I hope y'all listen. I'm going to get a little close to the mic so y'all can hear me. All people have to wear sunscreen. I'm so tired of y'all spreading this lie that if you're dark, you don't got to wear sunscreen. Skin cancer is real. Yes. Please put on some sunscreen. I don't care if you look like midnight, which is very beautiful. Sunscreen, please and thank you. But that that fetish with your kids, 
ooh, that irks my nerves when I be sitting on the internet. I'm like, what? What? That's why we got to love ourselves. That's why we got to break these curses and break the way that we speak to each other and how we speak to our kids. It's, we owe it to ourselves to try to build a generation that loves each other and is not built off of hate and divisive language. Because we're already a country that's divided. And we're already divided within our race. We got to stop being divided. We have to. I'm not saying, I'm not talking about inclusion. I'm just talking about just basic unity and respect and love for other people. That's what I'm talking. You don't got to like everybody. It's people I don't like, but I don't hate them. And I don't spread divisive language against them just because I don't like them. I don't like Trump. There's nothing about Trump that I like. But I'm, I don't have time to waste on dividing the country because I don't like him. And I don't respect him. And I definitely don't ever want him to be able to run for president ever again. So let's not get anything twisted. But we got to have unity within our race. And I, I would love, you know, like speaking about Trump, I would love to speak to the people that was blacks for Trump. I would love to, like, talk to them. And just, I want to know what did he do to win you over? What did he do for you to wave your banner? Oh, the cash? Like, but it had to be something else. Like, did you really sell your soul for, like, what, $1,000 for an early stimulus check? And you held up a sign against someone who has not done anything for people, period? Like, really? Mm. I love to talk to them. Blacks for Trump. I remember I heard uh, when it was election time, I heard something on the radio about Black for Trump. I'm like, I'm the same Black? That's They Black? We all the same Black? Now, I did hear um, something about the reason why a lot of Black males and Black women voted for Trump because he's, he kind of gave them a catalyst to feel like they were over a certain group of people. He said the things that they were they've been afraid to say. Ah. He was blunt, he was rude, he did whatever he wanted to do, whenever he wanted to do, and they respected that he did whatever he wanted to do whenever he wanted to do. Ah. It wasn't because he had great policies. It wasn't because he was an awesome president. It wasn't because It's because he gave it to him straight. He said what he wanted to say and that was that. Mm. And there was no so they respected his gangster. They knew if they said something like that. It was gonna be some repercussions behind it. So he spoke for he was a rep. He was a representative, pretty mm. much. That's an interesting take on it. I never thought about it like that. Their mindset was, oh, that man don't care what he said. Oh, I'm gonna vote for him. He don't care what he said. He ain't getting in trouble, so I'm gonna vote for him. But at the detriment to everybody else. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you supporting a twice impeached president for what? Please Clearly. tell me why. Clearly. What did he do for He's you? done some things that should have him removed from office and never able to run for president again. But you're going to vote for that person. Okay. Right. Very interesting. Very interesting. Hell, I remember when they was trying to say Michelle was a monkey and stuff like that. I was like, whoa. It's disgusting. This beautiful black woman. It's disgusting. Mm-mm. And it's like they they're doing nothing but feeding into that whole colorism within the black community because they know the most I didn't I wasn't gonna share this but I feel like I should. Sharing. When I was in high school we 
I forgot what book we were reading that was dealing with something involving slavery, and we talked about the paper bag test. Ah. And literally, you had you had people talking about whether they would pass the paper bag test or not. Whoa, people talking about that people like in twenty twenty two? I mean twenty twenty one? Not in twenty twenty one. Well twenty twenty. Twenty twelve, shit like that. Oh. When I was in high school. Oh, oh um, my bad. Wow, paper bag test. I had I remember they had that for sororities. A classmate come up to me and say, mm, you could barely pass. You might still be in the fields. Whoa. Here I am. What did you at say? At a majority white high school. Oh, wow. That was and another person. black student Whoa. came up to me with a paper bag and said, you, you, you might not pass, so you be in the fields because you're not bright in this paper bag. Whoa. At 16, 17 years old, I'm like, what? Whoa. What? Whoa. Whoa. Slavery been done with for hundreds of years and you you coming to me. That's crazy. Talking about a paper bag. My mom said they were still doing a paper bag test when she was in college for sororities. It's ridiculous. Which is insane to me. We know who... I'm not putting no names on nobody, but my mama told me that in the 90s, they were still doing paper bag tests at Fort Valley State University. I'm not going to say what sorority it was. I'm just going to say that she said it was still happening. And KP, she do a lot of things, but she don't lie. So, we got to stop this stuff, man. Seriously, like... We got to stop. Oh, she's pretty for a dark-skinned girl. She's pretty for a light-skinned girl. Like, I'm saying all of these stereotypes now or all of these comments now because I want this to be the last time that we have to talk about this. And I know we're not speaking to millions of people yet, but I want y'all to hear this and know, like, in 2021, we're not ta- we're not talking like this no more. If a man is whatever skin tone or a woman is whatever skin tone, they're beautiful because they're beautiful. They're talented because they're talented. They're intelligent because they're intelligent. And they deserve that respect. And what we also have to do is when we see an injustice happening based on someone's skin tone, um, we have to address it. Because we have to be unified. If we want change as a race, unfortunately, as a race, we got to be unified first. Once we get together first, we can conquer anything. You know how much power we have financially, economically in this country? If all of us didn't shop with a white people for one day, for one day, you know how much power we have? Wow. Y'all want to see Wall Street crash? Okay. Don't go to Walmart for a month. Don't go to Target for a month. Go to the white grocery stores. There's, 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 I mean, go to black grocery stores, go to black there's black places everywhere. There's so many black apps to let you know where you can find different things that are made by, you know, black manufacturers and things like that. And one thing I do also hate, one thing I do also hate is how we treat black businesses. Amazon messes up all the time. Target and Walmart mess up all the time. Taco Bell and Wendy's messes up all the time. But a black company messes up one time and y'all drag them through the dirt. 
but Amazon can mess up your order one time. You go off a little bit, but you don't drag Amazon for filth and tell yourself to never shop at Amazon. Tell your friends to never shop at Amazon and put Amazon out of business. You don't do that. And Amazon, what have they done for your community? I ain't seen Amazon build no parks. I ain't seen Amazon um, give out no cars. I ain't seen Amazon give out no school supplies. Nothing. So you got to give companies that are starting a chance. Don't y'all think that's what white people did when Walmart started? You don't think Walmart messed up in the beginning? And white people said, okay, I'm going to give you a chance. I'm going to give you another chance. I'm going to give you another chance. I'm going to believe in you. I'm going to give you the support you need. I'm going to give you the resources you need, the encouragement you need to keep going so that Walmart is this billion-dollar company. We have to do the same thing with these black companies. Give them some grace. That was, um, I read devotionals every morning, and that was in my devotional one morning was give people grace. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't some companies that have terrible customer service and that don't come, don't provide your emails or don't answer your phone calls. There are those companies, but we have to tell them what they're doing wrong and give them a chance to change. Now, if they don't change after you told them, fuck it. But we got to give them some kind of grace. It's not fair for us to just say, oh, this black company get on my nerves. Why I don't shop with black companies? Da, da, da. Whoa. You know how, you know how powerful Auburn Avenue was in Atlanta? You know how powerful, I remember I just went to a festival like two years ago when they had Auburn Fest. It was so like, I, I never felt so proud to be black in my life than when I was at Auburn Fest and all the vendors were black and all the vendors are telling me the history of Auburn Avenue and what was yes. here. And there's a, I don't know if y'all need to, I know it's the pandemic right now, but if you feel comfortable or ever get a chance when this is over, there's a museum on Auburn Avenue that talks about all the businesses and, and the black, black yes. Wall Street of Atlanta and the history of I went um I went a couple of years ago I think I went in about 2018 I went to the museum and it was amazing to hear about the culture and the history of our city and I I, I need y'all to understand that we have we have we have power if we come together but we can't keep dividing each other off of the stuff that other people put into us to think that is okay because it's not not colorism i don't care if it's a word or not whatever that is it's not okay period no part of it's okay so thank y'all for listening to sincerely lee and ray we hope that you enjoyed our conversation we hope that you got something from our conversation and um if you didn't then listen to it again maybe you missed a part because we got to come together as a race. If we want this nation to change, we want to hold people accountable. We got to hold each other accountable at the same breath. We don't got to do one at a time, but we got to come together. Period. Catch us next week for relationship part two. We're going live. (gasps) Live and direct. Tell your mama to tell her friends yes stop holding us for (laughs) y'all we see y'all listening um we you know i do want to mention our schedule has been very inconsistent um you guys know i had covid then the lead went out of the country ah you just put my business out there she's a rich bitch i am not i saved (laughs) for that trip honey period (laughs) and so we haven't been coming to y'all every week like we normally do but fear not we are back weekly even if we have to record twice in one day we are going to be here for you guys um stay safe stay healthy take your vitamins drink water mind your business 
all that good shit. And thank you guys so much for tuning in to Sincerely Liam Ryan.